1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: It is another edition of Philly Saddam. Your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, May the 5th. And for the first time since game four of the season, we come off a day where the Phillies have won two games in a row. What a miracle it is! Can you actually believe it? A six to five victory, a nail biter that felt like it shouldn't be a nail biter for a while. And then, well, Joe Girardi happened, and uh, and it almost got out of hand. Luckily, the Phillies were able to to save the game and save the night and get the win. Get back to fifteen and fifteen, uh, back to five hundred. We did it. <laughs> now, now get over five hundred. maybe a few games, win a few in a row. Let's do this. Um, but look, it was it was a nice win, and I have no issues with. The team itself, except for a guy that we'll talk about. Um, but the issue is is clearly with Joe Girardi. And look, I know we've kind of just been um, spending the past few days ranting and raving about Joe Girardi. But, and we'll get to the specifics of the game, the win, all that. But, I mean, man, what a disastrous yet-again night for Joe Girardi I obviously if you listen to this show you know that I've spent the past few days and really the past couple weeks talking about how disappointed I've been with Girardi specific instances over the weekend against the Mets where Girardi just made disastrous decisions and and has really been a bad manager for the Phillies this year and obviously we've had some some notable examples you know the having to pull Zach Wheeler from the game in Atlanta because he didn't realize how many mound visits there were in the inning, a, a glaring one that was definitely um quite notable. Um, but last night absolutely takes the cake. Last night, Philly's leading 6-1 again with a diving low game, but um, Joe Girardi uh, goes to bring in Eniel De Los Santos, who was brought up that day. Um, added to the roster, of course, Philly is short on bullpen arms. Uh, Jose Alvarado serving his suspension. Bradley's hurt, and and in general, um, guys have been pitching a lot lately, most of them, you know, obviously Hector not available after the 40-pitch effort two nights ago. And Joe Girardi goes to bring Daniel De Los Santos in the game, but, oh, it turns out that Daniel De Los Santos is not allowed to pitch. Why, you ask? Why wouldn't someone who's on the team was brought up that day not be able to pitch in the game? They're on the team. They're in uniform. Well, technically, Anil De Los Santos was not on the team that night because he was not on the lineup card. Now, we found, you know, as the the information trickled out after having all that, that it is an automated thing where... um. It is computerized and the league uh, sets it, and the Phillies have to check it, and it's on the assistant manager and the manager and the manager's office, whoever's delegated to do that. To do that, um, when lineup changes are made on a daily basis, and no one did it on a basic level, Joe Girardi passed a lineup card that didn't have a player who was in uniform at the game, allowed to play, in theory, on it. And then he went to call that pitcher into the game. And then David Hale comes in and the inning gets away from them and we'll get to all that. But the result doesn't even matter. Like, it shouldn't matter at all what happened after. All that matters is the just colossal error from Joe Girardi, I mean, that is, who oh, buddy. I mean, we talked the other night in the last game in the Mets series about the, uh, you know, Little League play where the VR scored from third because no one on the Phillies was paying attention and crushed Girardi for that, crushed it as a Little League play. This was Little League manager stuff. This is unbelievable. How do you not check the lineup card? I mean, what what kind of operation are we running here? It was, I didn't believe it as it was happening in the moment. As it was happening, I was like, nah, that, you know, that can't be what's happening. I mean, come on, who does that? A rookie manager doesn't do that. I mean, can you, speaking of rookie managers, as, uh, we had one recently who had a, a rough campaign with the fans. Can you imagine, can you imagine if Gabe Kapler had done that? If that had happened to Gabe Kapler, fans would be calling for his job on the spot. They would refuse to go to games until he were fired. It would be a disaster. It'd be a a a, a Philadelphia sports story that we talk about for the rest of the season. It would be talked about every day on WIP. I mean, what are we doing here? And and Girardi did that last night. Veteran manager. Joe Girardi, World Series winning manager, Joe Girardi. He has been awful for the Phillies. I mean, call it like we see it. What has Joe Girardi done to add anything to this team? This team doesn't play sharp, tight baseball. They don't come to play every day. They're horrible on the road and don't bring any energy. There doesn't seem to be any sort of like, you know, real um, energy around the team and in the clubhouse. And then the in-game stuff is the worst part. His decision-making has been just god-awful. I mean, so many poor decisions. The bullpen management, the decision of when to take starters out, when to leave them in. The lineup decisions, the obsession with double switches. Oh my God, Joe, we get it. You know, you're, you know, again, we're, even though you're acting like it's Little League with the way you're managing the games, uh, it, it actually isn't. You don't have to play every player, every player doesn't have to get used off your bench. Like, what are you doing? Relax, pal. Relax. And look, from a certain perspective, I get the the issues in the sense that, as we also have talked about quite a bit, this is a flawed roster with holes, and you have to work around those holes. And I, I get that, trust me. But, man, the the decision-making process for working around those holes has been awful. And then on top of that, we get these glaring errors. I mean, again, that's like... Man, it's basic stuff. I mean, teams do it every day. Guys are shuttled up and down from the minor leagues to the majors every day in the major leagues. Every single day. We know what the Phillies are up does it happen. I mean, Kingery was sent down a couple days ago. That, you know, this guy's up. Christopher Sanchez was up for a hot minute. He's down. Like, the, the Falter guy, Billy Falter, he was up. He's down. Spencer Howard was up. He's down. I mean, Mickey Moniacs went up and down a couple times. I mean, that's just the way this works, right? And... And never yet in a Phillies game have we ever seen a manager not have a player on the lineup card. Never. It's never happened. Now with the Phillies, maybe it's happened to another team. I did see something out that happened. To the Brewers at one point. Okay. That doesn't mean anything for me. I mean, this is this is. Ultimately, all on the manager and his staff. Like, how do you let that happen? How does that ever happen? And you almost like the game almost slipped away because of it. Legitimately, like, who knows how Daniel de Santos would pitch? But I mean, he's been looking really good in the alt site, and he's you know ninety four and ninety six, and and throwing hard. Like, um, I just again i my my big response as it was happening was like "I can't believe this is happening like what is Joe Girardi doing? How lackadaisical is he taking this job i mean where is the attention to detail right I mean, wouldn't you like attention to detail to be a um uh uh a tr- you know a trait that your your manager has I mean Again, what are we doing here? Uh, Just flabbergasted at the entirety so far of the Joe Girardi experience in Philadelphia being as subpar, as disappointing, as underwhelming as it has been, without question. I mean, just an underwhelming experience so far. But last night takes the cake. Last night is... Again, I've never seen a Phillies manager do that before. And it was again, it just it, it compounds the, the issues we've seen with Girardi and it, it's it's just like a big cherry on top of the, the, the Sunday of bad managerial decisions that Joe Girardi has given us so far this season. And uh it's disappointing. Again, I look I'll openly admit when I when it got to the end of the Cavalier of the thing, I, I thought, as much as anything, because of the way he addressed the media and the way he handled his players and all that, that um, I thought it was time for him to go. Uh, and I was enthusiastic about the Girardi Ir, a World Series winning manager, uh, a guy who's been in the league for a long time, has had success and is a lifer. I was like, all right, let's go. And wow, what a disappointment. And I've been so wrong, so wrong so far with this guy. Just a massive disappointment, and he's been horrible so far. And I hope he can change my mind. Look, it, it ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, uh, they're sitting at 13 and – excuse me, 15 and 15. So they're 30 games into the season, 60 last season. He's only managed 90 games. He's managed you know, just a little bit more than half a season. Um, so, you know – I'm not indicting his old tenure with the Phillies, but I'm certainly disappointed. Joe Girardi has not been as advertised. He has not been the guy that they hired. And, you know, don't look now, but but Gabe Kapler is doing a pretty damn good job out in San Francisco. I mean, if we're going to be real about it, Gabe Kapler is crushing it out in San Francisco with, as we saw when when the Giants came to town, a, a much worse roster. The Giants sitting in first place in the NL West. Padres, Dodgers, oh, Giants are in first place. They have a winning percentage over 600. So, you know, I'm just saying. And and the, the most depressing part about the the Girardi-Capler comparison is that Girardi does the same things in his press conferences. He has done nothing to make me feel better about how he's going to handle any of these boneheaded... Dumb decision, whatever situations that have happened. Like every single one, he's always like, oh, you know, yeah, we'll figure it out. Or, oh, I, you know, that just happens. Baseball. Like, yeah, what? Give me something, Joe. Flip a table over, Joe. Do something, pal. Um, Again, uh, just again, last night, I think the, the shining light on what a bad job Joe Girardi's done this season. Last night was a really, really bad job. Ultimately, though, again, thank goodness the Phillies do win the game and they were up before the drury thing happened. So let's dive into it. Um, they get down early in the first inning. Nola really scary to start as Nola had a rough first inning. Um, took him like 25, 26 pitches to get through it. Uh, gives up a run uh, on a, a Daniel Vogelbach single. Big Dan. What a big boy that guy is. Uh, single, scores around run, then ends up loading the bases, but able to work his way out of that jam, and then Nola would tighten up, as they say, as Archie Bell and the Durrells once said, he did the tighten up. Uh, six innings, a uh, total, uh, goes five more innings, doesn't give up any more runs. Six innings, one run, ten strikeouts for Nola, two walks, five hits, a really, uh, a really nice adding. Obviously, you'd like him to go longer, but that first inning kind of set him back, then um, ran into a little trouble in the sixth uh, in his last inning, but again, able to get a big K when he needed it, get his way out of the inning. And, you know, that you, you, was awesome. Six innings, one run, 10 strikeouts. Yes, I will take that from Aaron Nola. And he left with a 6-1 lead because the Phillies went off. Uh, first of all, in the first, they tied up immediately. Andrew McCutcheon leads the game off with a homer. Then, in the third, Andrew McCutcheon! Second of the game, Cutch. The first one a shot to like right center at 430 foot blast. Um, second one, a more classic one left, but McCutcheon um, getting going a little bit. Three homers in the last three games, you know. Um, okay. Batting average getting close to 200. What are we doing here, boys? Let's go. Um, McCutcheon, it's over in third, and then the, the floodgates open after that. A DD RBI single makes it 3 to 1, and then. Two runners on, and bamboo Brad Miller starts to play. Brad Miller smokes one into right field for a three-run blast. The Phillies take a 6-1 lead. Brad Miller, I mean, where would we be without Brad Miller? Miller betting 3-11 on the season. A 5-11 slugging percentage for Brad Miller. Um, Third home of the season, he hasn't even played that much comparatively um dude has to play every day you know obviously they have so many holes in line right now it shouldn't be too hard but but brad miller has to be in the lineup um he's been way too good this team hasn't hit enough brad miller has to play every day uh you know he's one of the few guys who's consistently hitting it's uh it's crazy uh, but it was awesome and that ended up being a big hit because then uh it would all fall apart in the seventh. that's when the aniel de los santos disaster happened and Um, We've already talked it out, but but ultimately the the upshot of what happened is that Delos Santos couldn't pitch, so David Hale comes in. (laughs) Oh, David Hale. David Hale. David Hale does what David Hale does, promptly gives up a run, uh, quickly gives up a run, and leaves with runners on first and third. No out, does literally nothing to help the Phillies. Um, uh, He is... uh, He's a really bad pitcher. David Hale's not a major league caliber pitcher. He should not be on a roster. David Hale shouldn't be on a roster. I mean, I don't know else to put it. You know, the fact that not only is he on a roster, but and last night when he came in was not a high leverage spot. But we talked about the other day that the high leverage spots he has come into. The Monday night game when he um you know, the the Sunday night game, excuse me, against the Pete with double. The walk-off, uh, wow, pitch game. come That was obviously I leveraged leverage spot. The Trevor Story Grand Slam in Colorado. Like, um, David L. being brought into big spots. And uh, then last night comes in and and is horrible. And then Jojo Romero comes in, ends up giving up a a run on a ground out, which, you know, runner on third, that happens with no outs. But then a two-run shot after that to Jackie Bradley Jr. And then all of a sudden it's 6-5. to five And it's like, oh, man, we're actually going to lose this. Thank God. For Sam freaking Coonrod. Sam Coonrod basically saves the game with an inning of two-thirds of shutout baseball to end it. Gets the save. Um, really, uh, on a night where clearly the bullpen was already depleted going in. And then they can't use one of the guys that's there in De Los Santos. Um, Sam Coonrod really saved the night. You know, really saved the night for the Phillies. And he's someone who's pitched a lot lately and still was able to go out and be awesome for them when they really needed him to. Through 28 pitches, 20 of them strikes, um, two shutout because of two hits, one strikeout was just exactly what they needed, like came through. And he's been awesome this year. One, two, three, RA. he's been just Outstanding for the Phillies. That was a, a great trade by Dombrowski. Some moves you could say were were good. Some were were not good, as we know. Matt Moore and, and others. I'm talking to you. Uh, but but that Coonrod trade. I mean, that was a looking like a very very good trade. As he's been um, he's been really good for the Phillies, and um, I, I've been uh, impressed. And last night was a really probably his best moment. Like they needed him. They needed that dude. They needed that dude last night and he, in the highest of leverage of spots. A one-run game the entire time he's pitching. And um, dude just came through. Dude just came through. Um, and, look, JoJo gave up the home run but did get a couple outs after that that were needed. But, man, did Sam Coonrod come through, really, the 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 star of the game. My eyes. I mean, Nola is, but – and McCutcheon, you know, don't get me wrong, Miller – But in terms of what they needed in that moment to come in and give him an inning in two-thirds, considering how much he's pitched, considering that it was a one-run game, um, it was huge. And, man, uh, let me tell you, I mean, I spent 10 minutes crushing Girardi already. Can you imagine if they lose that game because of it? Can you imagine if that that four-run rally in that inning, then they score more and end up winning the game? And, And you can look back and you can point exactly to when that game got away. You can say, up, there it is. The game got away when Joe Girardi made the mistake and had to bring in David Hale and it all spiraled from there. Wow. Like, can you believe it? They lost the game because of that. And that's what could have happened. That's why even though they won, and it is, uh, again, a, a, a much-needed win, a, a gutsy win, a tough fought win again playing without Bryce Harper last night, playing with an incredibly depleted bullpen. It was a nice win. You know? Um the offense again got the sixth and kind of quieted down the rest of the game, but but did just enough. Um no massive horrible defensive errors that, you know, were glaringly apparent. Um but um and and they they won it. I mean, they did win the game. But man, um, just to have that that happen and to see how close they came to losing it because of Girardi's mistake, because of that that error is um, again, it's why we we could celebrate the win, but still come down hard on Girardi. I think that's what we have to do. I think I think he deserves it. He needs it. I mean, that's that's what we do in Philadelphia. Sometimes you gotta you gotta boo, as they say. And uh, Joe Girardi deserves a hearty boo for that last night. That was that was rough, man. Embarrassing. Um, And again, you know, without Coonrod, and that's look, it is a concern. We've talked about it, but I, I think moving forward, when you look at concerns on this team, I mean, obviously center field. Oh, that's the other thing, Roman Quinn. Uh, hurts his finger last night, uh, trying to bunt. I mean, I don't know who's teaching Roman Quinn to bunt. I don't know where the fundamentals are with this team or with anybody, particularly with Quinn. But holds the bat with his fingers out in front when he's batting. I Remember when he's bunting? I was like, well, I've never seen that before, you idiot. And, of course, a ball hits him in the finger, and he has to get nine stitches, apparently, in it. Had to leave the game. Got a hit after it. Ran the bases, which was funny. But... Um, Then has to get nine stitches. I'm sure he'll be out for a bit, and that means more Oduba Herrera, who is just awful. I'd rather see Roman Quinn. How crazy is that? How Roman Quinn? We were uh, talking about him being an unplayable player, and he is. That's how bad Odubel is. Odubel stinks. This guy's horrible. I hate watching him. I hate it. I hate watching this guy play baseball. It is, It hurts me to watch this guy play baseball. So center field, obviously, a massive, massive issue. Um, and we'll keep our eye on Quinn. But um, and you need Harper back. But the bullpen is not not a problem. <laughs> They're not not a problem. They're not great. You know, and Sam Kuhnrod, thank goodness for that guy. Thank goodness for Hector Neris. Yeah, I said it. Hector Neris is good. And he's one of the few guys I like in this bullpen. Um, and thank goodness for Alvarado when healthy. And, and I do still think Connor Brogdon's is very good and at times the best pitcher in this pen, but he has obviously struggled his last few outings. Um, but, you know, you need R.G. Bradley back in a big way. Uh, the bottom end of this pen is, is rough, man. And David Hale can't be allowed in games anymore. Like, they can't let that guy in games. He can't pitch. He should... He should not be, if you want to make a lineup mistake, make the mistake and leave David Hale off the roster. That's how you solve the problem, Joe. God, David Hale's awful. So the bullpen minutes is is a concern. Um, And it's something I'm going to keep my eye on because I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not not worried about it to to use that again. I uh, I definitely think the uh, the pen is an issue. The defense, the pen, center field, they've got some issues. But look, they win last night and improved to 15 and 15, which is much 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 needed. Again, they need to win these games against Milwaukee, and we talked about it. So need to take one of the next two. If they take both, like hallelujah, we can get excited. They won four in a row, and we can start to get excited about this team and maybe. Um, but they need to win one of the next two tonight. Um, not an advantage in the pitching matchup. Chase Anderson going against Freddie Peralta. Peralta is straight up nasty. Like, wait till you watch this guy pitch. He's awesome. But he's not infallible. And, look, Chase Anderson is coming off a great game. He, the Brewers, are his former team. Maybe there's a little extra juice there. Um, So it's a big one tonight. And then tomorrow, Zach Wheeler against Brandon Woodruff, Um, a day game. That one also, you know, look, you, you you love Evan Wheeler on though, but Brandon Woodruff's better. <laughs> Brandon Woodruff's one of the best pitchers in baseball. Um, so, uh, that's, that's no guarantee. So, you know, if you could steal the Chase Anderson one tonight, that would be, that would be tops. That would be good. And then you have a chance to sweep it. Can you believe it? We'll see. Either way, uh, be better, Joe Girardi. That's the message for today. Uh, happy we won. Be better, Joe Girardi. Um, all right. Let's hope they can take it tonight. Either way. We'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here